The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, welcome. Welcome to how to be suitably engaging in hybrid meetings. That is meetings where you've got some people in the room with you in real life and some people who are participating online because I don't know about you, but that does seem to be one of the new ways of normal. It's one of the side the side uh, effects, if you like, of COVID-19 and the new way of working. We've moved into this really interesting space where flexibility is inferred. And so we've got meetings where people are in real life, but also are attending via Teams or Zoom. And I'm watching people struggle with it. I'm watching people struggle with the um, the, the two-speed delivery, which is fair because we had started, only started, we'd started to master the online-only meeting, hadn't we, where we were presenting down a camera, you know, as I, as I say in the Impactful Presenters program, when you're speaking to an online audience, you want to stare or connect straight through the camera to really connect and engage. And you want to make sure that your energy levels are even more up than normal because you've only got this online environment to engage with. And you need different questions and different ways of keeping an online audience engaged. So we'd kind of mastered that. But man, is it difficult to maintain an audience that is online as well as engaging an audience that's in the room. Now, why is that? Well, of course, the audience that you're in the room with by almost default will take precedence. You are far more likely to pay attention to the people who are in the room with you. And those people who are in the room with you are also going to be more in rapport with you. So the questions that they ask, the way they interact, the way they engage with you will be, it'll be more obvious. It'll be more apparent to you than the online audience. But that can leave your online audience feeling really disengaged, really disempowered, a little bit lost. You know, they can actually feel quite forgotten and actually wondering whether or not um, it's even worth their time being there. And in a landscape where we're now encouraging people to stay at home and participate online if they're unwell or whatever it is, we can't we can't just assume that if somebody's not in person, it doesn't mean that they're not interested. In fact, I had an occasion just this week in my day job at council where the online audience was very important. They were elected officials and so they needed to be included but without being consciously aware of how to include them, it was actually really tricky for the person running the meeting. So I want to give some tips on how do you run 
a hybrid meeting? How do you effectively engage hybrid audiences? That is those audiences who are both in your room and watching remotely. So here's a few tips. The first thing is you need to be overly accommodating and overly aware of your online audience. Your in-person audience will follow all of your normal cues, but your online audience can't necessarily see everything that's going on. So at the very start of your meeting, you want to explain how you're going to include your online audience and how you want them to engage with you. Set up the ground rules if you like. So one of the things that I would recommend is that you actually say, after you've done all your sound checks and you've made sure that everybody can hear you, see you and see your slide deck, you would be saying something like, now online audience, here's how I want you to engage with me. If you've got a question and you don't want to interrupt, just type it into the chat. If you're going to do that though, you need to have someone monitoring the chat. Because once you get into the swing of your presentation, you're not going to be monitoring the chat. Ask me how I know. You need to have someone else monitoring the chat. That person who is monitoring the chat also needs to then be replying to the people submitting questions or comments to say, yep, I got it. I'm going to pass it on. So that's the first thing. You let your audience know how you want them to engage. Second thing is that you then want to also be letting them know, your online audience in particular, that you will be pausing after every section or after every few slides to ask them questions. Now, what this does is it puts their mind at ease. It puts their mind at ease that, okay, they know that there's an an online audience here. I'm not going to be forgotten. And I can sit back and enjoy without wondering, how do I participate? How do I ask my question? How do I make my opinion heard? So that setting the scene is really really important. And then when it does come to asking questions, I would be asking your online audience first, at least for the first two couple of rounds. So you would, you know, you deliver your first chunk of information and then you say, okay, before I move on, are there any questions? Online audience, you first, any questions? And then you need to pause. And you need to pause for longer than feels comfortable. Why? Because it takes a few moments for people to find the mouse and to tab back to your screen because they might have been listening while they were looking something up and they need to unmute themselves. It takes a few moments. And one of the things that I'm seeing a lot of people do is they say, are there any questions? No? Okay, let's move on. And then a couple of seconds later, somebody comes, uh, 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 uh. wait for longer then he's uncomfortable. Okay. Second thing I want to let you know about is be really mindful of your microphone. So I've had a couple of scenarios recently where there was one microphone for the broadcast. This often happens in um, conference rooms where the microphone sits on the on the boardroom table, but the people who are a long way away can actually be a bit hard to hear. So be really mindful of where the microphone is. And if there's multiple speakers, make sure they're speaking towards the microphone. Now, I know this sounds really obvious as I'm saying it here right now. But apparently it's not. 
because I've sat in quite a few meetings now where and again this is one of the side effects or one of the impacts of an in real life audience at the same time as hybrid the people around the table can hear everyone but they forget that the people online can't so be really mindful of your microphone where it is I would actually in a hybrid meeting I would actually have a person dedicated to the online experience somebody who is always being present to where's the microphone where's the slide deck where's the camera again so that online audience are getting such a good experience as well as the in real life audience tip number three check your visuals and what I mean by this is check your visuals in terms of your slide decks if possible ask in advance what platform people are going to be using for the online meeting is it going to be teams is it going to be zoom is it going to be google hangouts whatever it is because they all work slightly differently when it comes to slide to um, screen sharing and oftentimes i mean oftentimes we prepare our slide deck and we do it on our own screen and it all looks wonderful but it's not until we then put it up on the big screen we go oh that doesn't look so crash hot or those colors are really hard to read for somebody who's dialing in from home they're often on their laptop they often don't have multiple screens set up and so what you've prepared on your big big desk screen can look really hard and small on a laptop monitor and so when you think about the mental load that goes into participating in an online meeting where there's other people who are there in person you're trying to listen to when it's okay for you to interject you're trying to track the slide deck you're trying to listen to the person it becomes really tiring really quickly so your slide deck you actually want to be not a lot of detail and augmenting and adding value to what you're saying and if it is a lot of detail then send it out in advance so people can have it printed out or they know that they don't have to um, absorb all of the detail right here right now and then my last tip my last tip is your energy levels now it's really easy to start a hybrid meeting high energy but as you get into the detail as you get into the depth and as you get into your own role then those energy levels can drop so there's a couple of key things that I recommend for keeping your energy levels up ask for questions more often than you would in a real life or meeting so if you know if you're somebody who normally waits to see people fading or if you're just more conversational in general pause more often and ask for input more often in a hybrid meeting than you would um, than is your natural tendency is what I'm trying to say be over the top when it comes to your energy levels and if that means you need to stand up to run your meeting I highly 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 recommend that because sitting down and starting to lean back and getting really casual and kind of relaxed might be fine for the people around the room who can all see the whites of your eyes but can suck can positively suck for the people who are dialing in at home so keep your energy up ask for questions more often or ask for input more often and be I'm gonna say be extra animated be extra animated um, put on a bit of a show not because you're trying to put on a bit of a show but because you're respecting the fact that the people who have dialed in remotely aren't getting 
all of the benefits of a face-to-face meeting. So just to really quickly recap, upfront, let your online audience know how you're going to include them. Then include them, give them space and give them time to contribute. Be really cognizant of where your microphones in the room are and use them. Be close to them. Actually, side point on the microphones. Be really cognizant of noises around the microphones that aren't voices. I've often been participating in online meetings where there's people shuffling papers or flipping pages right next to the microphone. It's an excruciating sound to somebody who's trying to hear what the speaker is saying. So again, have someone dedicated to that online experience if you can. Who's someone else who can be really mindful of what's going on for your online audience. Test your visuals, test your slide deck on the platform that is being used for the online meeting and on a screen size that everyone can read. I mean, gosh, there might be people who are participating just by phone. Are they going to be able to, are they going to be able to follow along? So be really mindful of that experience. I hope that's helped. I hope that gives you some tips and some tricks on how to better facilitate hybrid meetings. And look, you don't have to do all of these things, but if you're just mindful of the fact that there are people sitting at home watching you through a little pinhole of a, of a webcam and, and listening to you through often awkward echoey cameras surrounded by a whole lot of other background noise, just that awareness, just that awareness will make you so much more effective when hosting one of those meetings. Now, if you're not already a member of the Speaking With Confidence Facebook group, I highly recommend that you come and join us. Why? Because you get to ask me questions. You get to ask me questions about how to improve your speaking confidence and your speaking impact, and I'll answer. I'll either answer here in a podcast or I'll answer in the group. So head over to Facey, search for Speaking With Confidence with Kat Matson, and you will find the group. And you know what? Joining's automatic. You click join and hey presto you're in so do that do that really quickly the other thing is if you enjoy this podcast then i would love to help more people make an impact in their universe make their dent in the universe by speaking with confidence authenticity clarity and with impact so please 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 if you've enjoyed this on whatever podcasting platform you're enjoying this on leave a review subscribe and spread the word I hope that has helped. I hope you've got some tips and tricks on how to run a really effective hybrid meeting. And in the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you really soon.